Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Philadelphia trading Patrick Beverly uh, to the Milwaukee Bucks. I think that may speak to some potential confidence that the Sixers could potentially add uh, Kyle Lowry, uh, assuming he gets a contract buyout with the Charlotte Hornets or that he's not traded here uh, before the deadline somewhere else where, where a team would want uh, to keep him, but certainly, you know, Lowry has always dreamed about playing for his hometown 76ers. Yeah. So I think moving Patrick Beverly out uh, speaks to perhaps the potential uh, of setting that into motion once Lowry gets a buyout. Woj on the potential return of Kyle Lowry to Philadelphia here. And I think it's going to happen. Welcome back to Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. So, Hugh, the, uh, the dust has settled. We were on for you know pretty much the whole day. and There was one hour after we left yesterday before the trade deadline. But we were here for pretty much all of it, including you know what they did, who they moved out, the picks they moved out, bringing Buddy Heald in, campaign in. They also moved on from Pat Bev, even though Daryl Morey told him about a month ago. No, nah, dog, you ain't going nowhere. And they did. Hugh, what do you make of what they – so so? what's your final assessment of what they did? So Heald is in, campaign is in. They lose two second-round picks, Korkmaz and Morris. Uh, they also lose Pat Bev, though, who a lot of people liked. And now I guess Lowry's going to be next. What do you think? I f- it feels like Pat uh, – excuse me. It feels like uh, Buddy Hield is probably going to be here. Like it feels like that might be one of those moves that if it works out well oh, Keep for them, him long-term. Keep him long-term. It feels like that might be the case. Still don't know what's going on with, with, with Kyle Lowry, though. That's the one that I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about because we're still kind of light. We still got two, two spots that we need to fill. Mm-hmm. So it's, this is not over. That, that's my thing. It's yeah, not over. The buyout market is next. Yeah, it's not over. So we're, we're going to have to wait and see how this, this plays out. But as far as the move's concerned, you don't hinder yourself, like we were talking about earlier, from making moves at the end of the season. And you also put yourself in a position where, you know, you, you could go out and get a big-name fridge at the end of the year. Yeah, I know some people were upset Jaden Springer was, was traded, that he's young, he's got some upside, he was a first-round pick. I'm not going to lose any sleep at this point over Jaden Springer. Maybe mm-hmm. he becomes something. I, I know he's got, some, he's got some potential here in the future. But here's how I look, and this is the first time, I, I think the first time I've given credit in a long time. I actually think Daryl Morey did the right thing yesterday. I don't think they're going to win the title this year. I don't know when Embiid's coming back. They helped themselves a little bit for this year because Buddy Heal will help. But they didn't take on anything that's going to hurt them in the future. No money in the future. And you look at next year. 
I mean, listen to this with Chris Haynes, who's one of the better insiders in the NBA right now, talking about the potential of something they could add with all their cap room this summer. As it pertains to as it <laughs> pertains to um, the Clippers, uh, they're playing well. Um, remember, they're going into that new arena. They want to bring the nucleus of you know James Harden, Paul George, Kawhi back into the fold for that new arena. But Paul George, remember, they're they're talking. They're trying to get an extension done. But this is what I'm told. This is something to look look forward to if it gets to that this point. If Paul George and the Clippers are unable to get an extension done, look for the Sixers to be very aggressive in trying to pursue him in the offseason. That is something they, they, will, they will definitely be a target. I mean, excuse me, Paul George will definitely be a target of the Philadelphia Sixers if Paul George is not able to get an extension done with the Clippers. Everybody expects Paul George and the Clippers to get something done again. They want to go into that uh, new arena with their full um, core intact. But if not, watch out for the Sixers. They're not done. Now we're talking. I mean, that now if, if you give me a fully healthy Embiid, and I don't know if you'll say that way, but if you give me a healthy Embiid next year, Paul George and and Kyrie, and excuse me, Tyrese Maxey, Hugh, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of talent. Yeah, and it, it gets people excited. And I think that's the most important thing about it is that whatever moves you make, it has to be something that's going to uh, excite this fan base and take pressure off of Joel Embiid. I think that's that's a move that definitely does that. Big picture. I think Maury did the right thing yesterday. 215-592-9494 is how you hop in. You can react to what the Sixers did yesterday. Super Bowl, who wins, Niners or Chiefs? And, of course, Andy Reid. Would he be doing this if he was here? I believe he would. We'll get to guess the takes later this segment, what everyone's going to be talking about on Monday. Ingy is the king of Prussia. He's on WIP. What's up, Ingy? Oh, what a disaster for the Sixers. Who the hell wants Paul George and Buddy Heald? You don't want Paul uh, George? Paul George is an excellent player. Here, before I make some couple points, I'd rather have Mikel Bridges come back. Well, but well so I would I. On, but Inge, hold on. So would I, but he's he's on the Nets. you got to trade yeah. six first-round picks for him. Yeah, yeah. But uh, before I get to my sports point, i got to tell you, man, Kyle is a tremendous asset for your program. But let, let me get to the let me get to the uh, sports. Okay, what do you got? And, and we'll make Kyle make sure he clipped that so he has that audio right there. He could save that. Kyle's yeah. an idiot. <laughs> Look, this is this is the deal in my view. Uh, the great Andy Reid. I've compared Andy Reid's career to LeBron James, where he struggled, choked in the beginning, but then the championships flowed. How about this? What was the greatest asset? The greatest accomplishment for LeBron James was going back to Cleveland. How about the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year? And he gets bored. And he comes back to the Eagles. Look, this is what I see with the Eagles. And I want you to think about this. I believe the Eagles are going through a semi-rebuild this offseason and next year. They're going to struggle, in my opinion. If... Lurie fires both Howie and Sirianni and brings back Reed for the last hurrah and wins a championship. I mean, how great would that be? It'd be awesome, Engie. I, I, I love, yeah, I, I love this idea. I'm into this. Yeah, ain't about that. Because I, I, you look at this Eagles team; they got to rebuild that whole defense. The foundation of a football team is the defense and the running game, and they have neither. And I think they're going to struggle, in my opinion. The quarterback is the closer, in my opinion. You have the defense. 
you have the running game, the O-line running game, and then you bring in the quarterback. That's where the quarterback comes in to finish the deal and win the Super Bowl. In terms a couple things with this. Mm-hmm. In, with the Super Bowl, I look at Mahomes. I don't believe Mahomes is chasing Brady. I believe Mahomes is chasing transcendence in terms of sport of the NFL. This is the deal. I compare this Super Bowl to Tiger Woods versus Bob May, 2000 PGA. I'm not sure if you're into oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's an interesting comparison. Mahomes, Mahomes, if, if Mahomes loses to Purdy, that's a complete disaster for Mahomes. The biggest pressure, the most pressure is on Mahomes. He has to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's an interesting view on it because mo- most people are not putting the pressure on the Chiefs. They think they're going to win. They're underdogs. Inky, Inky, and we appreciate Inky threw a lot at us there. So first he compared Andy to LeBron James. And at first I didn't know where he was going with that. But I kind of get it, right? At first... Trying to come back. That's not going to happen. Well, no, no. He did the LeBron uh, comparison first of it took a while to win a title. But yeah. then once he got it going, they start flowing. All right, I see that. And then he has the idea of, well, what if Andy comes back like LeBron went back to Cleveland? Now, there's, there's two, yeah, that's not gonna happen. two elements of it that we're missing. Too many layers though. to that cake. So there's a lot of layers to the cake. What kind of cake you like best? Like a vanilla, a chocolate? What kind Vanilla's of cake? Vanilla's cool. Yeah. I like the vanilla cake. You do vanilla, vanilla cake, cake cool. with vanilla frosting, or do you like the chocolate frosting? The cho- chocolate frosting. Definitely chocolate frosting. Yeah. Vanilla cake is, is superior. I agree with vanilla that. Vanilla ice cream, superior to chocolate. Uh, you know, vanilla gets a bad rap. It really does. Like Brock Purdy. Vanilla's vanilla. So good. He's vanilla, well, but he's, he's, it works. Don't. Just saying. It, 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 <laughs> he tied it in. Try to cross me up like that, man. Would you not agree good. that Brock Purdy's vanilla? A little vanilla. I think he's a little. I, yeah, one thing I'll give to Brock Purdy is that he's a little too risky to be vanilla. Okay, but his personality is pretty vanilla. Yeah. Yeah, his look. I mean, oh, look yeah. at the guy. He's, he's, he's more like French vanilla. <laughs> Since you're talking about he's risky, All he's right. French vanilla. So here's where Ingie's Andy coming back thing. We, we have two elements that we were missing here. One. And he's got to retire from the Chiefs first, right? I don't think he's actually going to do that. That rumor was out there. It's kind of been squashed the last couple weeks. I don't think Andy's going to take time off. Now, if he did, we get the ball rolling on this thing. There's one other element to it that's a little bit different than LeBron going back to Cleveland. The Eagles won already. Right? Like, Cleveland hadn't won, and LeBron went back to finish the deal he tried to do in the beginning of his career. It wouldn't hit quite as hard if Andy came back here and won again. Hugh, they already won without Andy. Yeah. Yeah, but it would be nice. Oh, it'd be awesome. It would be nice, but I don't think that's happening. There, there, there are too many things that have to happen in order for that to happen. And number one thing is you want, like, y'all forget Howie's here. Howie's probably going to be here until Howie doesn't want to be here. I mean, that's, that's, how, that's how close him and Mr. Lurie are. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that's something that we are all discounting when we talk about all of this. The re- one of the reasons why I feel like Andy Reid isn't here, obviously, it was because of you know some of the moves that he made, but it was allowed. It was for he's not here because how he was trying to grow and become more of what he is right now. Like that, that's the fact. Like when I talked to a lot of people that were here during that time, that was one of the reasons why Andy Reid left because it was number one, it was time to go, and it was time for Howie to grow. Mm. So yeah, that's what it is, man. So he couldn't have been here. Couldn't can't work out that way. And the comeback, you already know how it's gonna be and how much say Big Red's gonna have. That's not gonna that dog is not gonna hunt. They got the right people now in this organization who they can control and do what they're told to do. 
bottom line. Yeah, and that probably probably doesn't change, but it is a fun hypothetical. All right, our Twitter question sponsored by the PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. Or a couple fun ones here. Who's going to win the Super Bowl on Sunday? 85% are on the Chiefs. 85%. I feel like I'm I'm the crazy one here thinking, you know, the favorite's going to win the game. We're 85%. voting with our heart. Well, that's probably true, but the betting market is pretty similar. Most people are putting bets on the Chiefs. I think they're getting 70% of the public money right now on the Kansas City Chiefs. The other one today, would Andy Reid be enjoying the same success if he never left Philadelphia? 76% lying to themselves today with no. 24% on yes. All right, let's go to Bam, and then uh, we'll get you some takes you're going to hear on Monday morning. Bam, Upper Derby. What's up, Bam? What's up, guys? How you doing? Good, Bam. What are you thinking today? I'm going Chiefs, and Andy said Andy Cunn never did it in Philly, man. How he, come? He wasn't built for it, man. He wasn't built for it. Wasn't built for it. He lasted pretty long in this city, not to be built for it. He lasted long, yeah, but uh, yeah, but I don't know. I I I, I congratulate on on doing what he's doing at KC, but he couldn't. He couldn't. Sorry, he. I know you was on the team with Coach, but love Coach to death, but you know. I mean, I don't know what you're saying. Sorry for it, Bam, because me and you are basically saying the yeah, same you, thing. Yeah, you and you agree on this. I mean, you guys are dead wrong. All right, Bam, are you ready for yeah. some Eagles Super Bowl trivia? Yes, and uh, uh, I told Kyle there's a, there's a care package coming for you in the uh, afternoon show. Oh, how about that? Bam sending gifts. All right. Bam, we appreciate like you, gifts. man. All right, Bam, uh, let, let's, give him a, let's give him a winner here. All right, Bam. I think you're going to be able to get uh... – Now you're questioning if Bam could get oh, it? Oh, Hugh, by the way, Lala won that uh, pool. She did. Oh, Congratulations good. to Lala. Yeah, she's right here. She's here. Hi, guys. Hey, Lala. Is Lala get a, a guess, too? All right, Bam. Uh, all right. I'm going to give you an easy one here. You basically have a 50-50 shot at getting this one. Yeah. Has an eagle ever recorded an interception in the Super Bowl? Has an eagle ever recorded? Say that question again. Has an eagle ever recorded an interception in the Super Bowl? So not thrown, recorded. So, you know, got one. Received. Yeah. Unfortunately, Bam, you were on the wrong side of that 50 Man, that's not it. It's actually, no, four games, and no, they've no, never no pick. picked off the opposing quarterback. That's crazy. Sounds about right. Well, I mean, if you, it's part of the reason they're one and three. Well, now, let's, let's consider the, the turnover ratio for the Eagles in Super Bowl. So, Jaws had four. Donovan had three. Nick had one. Nick had one. Jalen had one. Yeah. Jalen had one. Yep. So that's not, not working out for four, it. three, and one, and one is what? That, that's nine? Mahomes, none, I think. Brady, Brady had, had one with the fumble. But they also had one in 39. Yes. Yep. And I'm not sure if the Raiders turned it over. So uh, so we're off without really checking, it's like 9 to 2 is the is the turnover difference. Right. That's, why they're, that's why they're 1 and 3 in those, those games. We've got to flip that around down the, down the stretch. Hey, man, here. turnovers are like, when you break it down, like turnovers win or lose you the game. So, all right, here's the thing for Sunday. And this is where I'm a little bit worried about my Niners pick. I do agree with you guys. Brock's going to put the ball in harm's way once or twice. If the Chiefs catch it, they probably win. Mah- you know how you brought up the turnover-worthy place, you? Yeah. Mahomes, 114 throws this postseason. Zero turnover-worthy throws. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, he's going to be efficient, man. He'll, he will and his, his receivers are starting to come around and do what they, he's, they're asked to be doing. That sounded weird. But you know what you know. Yeah, what I, I mean. got you. The game really might be this. Mahomes probably doesn't turn it over. If Purdy doesn't either, the Niners can certainly win. If Purdy turns it over, they lose. I'm just going to call a shot. Willie Gay gets an interception for the Chiefs. 
Was who was it? Was it him last year? Or was it Bolton? It who, was Bolton. Bolton. Yeah. They play aggressive, man. Like they're not the biggest guys, but I like the way they play. With uh, who was that that beat up Tyreek Hill in this? And when it was cold uh, outside, Sneed. Sneed. Yeah, Sneed. They, they're going to play. Tough. tough too, man. But I, I will say this: it 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 depends on how much they can do that because Debo is not a small receiver. Mm-hmm. No. Ayuk is not that small either. And, so, and Kittle's big. Yeah, so you have to be you have to pick your poison when you, you do stuff like that. But I do like the way that they play, though. I yeah. like that aggressive style that they play. I'm excited to see Spagnolo against Shanahan. That, that is the coolest matchup of this game. Like Sp- Spags is so good, but he likes to blitz. And Shanahan, if he knows what's coming, he's going he's gonna to get someone wide open for yeah. Purdy to, to try to hit there. All right, let's try to guess what everyone's talking about. Monday morning. The takes. This is the ultimate guess, the takes. I mean, Super Bowl takes live forever. Like, once you get labeled something, that's who you are. That's the Super Bowl take. All right. Hugh, what is everyone saying on dynasty. Monday morning? A dynasty official? A dynasty. For the, I couldn't even let you get Legitimately out, maybe jump back here. Yeah, a, a dynasty for the Kansas City Chiefs. A dynasty. Well, if they win, it is official. You get you get back-to-back. We cannot deny it is a dynasty or dynasty, whatever you're going to call it. All right, here's mine. Guess the take on Monday morning. And I'm going to put a little different spin on this because it's probably going to be most about the quarterbacks. But if Kyle Shanahan has his moment and the Niners win, I think the story is going to start of what Shanahan is putting together here, very young in a coaching career. He's only 44. He just got a job so young, and he's been a coordinator since he was like 28. feels like we've had – like years of watching Shanahan because he started, I mean, he was 28 years old in a coordinator. But if he gets this one, I mean, the the it's obvious. He's going to be on the path to being an all-time great coach. He's got at least 20 more years, you would think. He's 44 years old. He's already got close to 70 wins as a head coach. If he has a Super Bowl, you could see the path for Kyle Shanahan going down as an all-timer. I think we start to hear that stuff coming out if the Niners win this game. Kyle? Everyone Monday morning is saying? Yeah, so I, I don't really want to th- uh, make everybody think that I have an agenda back here. Mm-hmm. I say this fully late. within the parameters of of the segment, Hugh. <laughs> it is too late. <laughs> when you ask me what people will be saying Monday. The take out there. Yeah. Um, not me, not my take, because I'll be very upset when I hear this take. Right. But if the Niners win, you know exactly the comp that Brock Purdy's going to get, and that is Tom Brady. It's going to be on the ticker on ESPN. Is Brock Purdy the next Tom Brady? Yes. Shut up, all of you. <laughs> I mean, I'm already pissed off Stephen about Stephen A. leads the show with it on, on Monday. I mean, it's yes, that's going to be out there. It's a, it's, it is the take. And, and I'll who, be sick. And who's going to say Monday no? Morning. Who's going to say no? Well, here's what you really need for it to be Brady something weird to happen and him to take advantage. Like the kicker kicks the ball out of bounds or like the tuck rule thing. Like something's going to happen because Brady was blessed with a lot of fortune early mm-hmm. in his career. Well, you know what's going to happen is that. It's going to be Brock Purdy with a chance to lead the Niners on a game-winning drive. He's going to throw a meatball up there that slips through the hands of a, of a defender. And then he wins And the then game. he proceeds to go win the game, and the takes will fly. Now, if he doesn't and he looks terribly, I'll throw you another take. The Niners should try one more time. Are you playing both sides To now? get Tom Brady out of retirement. Well, they tried last year. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, they did. All right, 215-592-9494. Guess the takes for Super Bowl 58. Zach's up next at Pasta, and he's got an Embiid conspiracy theory for us. I like conspiracies. What's up, Zach? Hey, yo, fellas, long-time caller, first-time listener here. <laughs> um, here's the thing with Embiid. The season's done. This guy, is he's, we know his personality. He's, he's me, me, me. It's Joel, me, and Bede. He's not going to risk coming back on a season where they're the six, seven, eight seed, no shot at winning a title or even getting out of the second round. They have no shot. He's going to save himself, play in the Olympics, 
win gold. He fought hard to get approved to play for the United States. And then look where the Sixers are. This guy's going to play competitive basketball all summer, and then he'll be hurt next year. There's no chance he plays all summer, and then he's healthy for the following year's playoffs. So we're basically it's, it's going to be a never-ending circle here. Like, He's not going to miss the Olympics. So, Zach, like, here, no here is where I'm at on Embiid in the Olympics. If he can't come back to play and he's not healthy enough to play, he better I, I better see him nowhere near that court this summer because that would be You really think that's gonna happen? No, I'm just saying what so I'm just saying hard. what I feel. Like he I, it would bother me if he plays the Olympics if he can't participate down the stretch in the postseason. Like it just would that would bother me. I agree. I'm the same I, I and I just don't see him coming back and getting the same stigma up, oh, we're out in the second round. At this point, he might as well sit. That's what he's, that's what he's thinking. This guy is selfish. He, last year, all he wanted last year was the MVP. Once he got the MVP, I was like, okay, all right. I'll figure out a championship another time. Now yeah. he's like, I'm not going to win a title. At least let me get a, a gold medal to my name. I, you know, Zach, I wish I didn't have that feeling deep down like you do, but I, I, I feel that a lot of times. Like that game against the Knicks uh, a month ago when he's, they're down 27 points and he's in the game trying to get 30 points with seven minutes to go. I'm like, what are we it's doing just, this for? Like, what is the purpose of this? Yeah, he's, he's just he's a, he's a me, 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 me guy, but that's what it is. And then I got a, I got a question for, uh, for Big Q here. What do you got? You're not, you're not a big fan of uh, Brittany Mahomes from earlier, right? What do you mean from, uh, like – like as far as what, you, you what do you don't mean? Think, like looks wise, looks I don't. Wise. I don't think like like who was it? Mad Mike said her body was banging. I don't. I don't think her body's banging. Uh, so who who would you, who would you rather bang? Which Brittany? Brittany <laughs> Griner or Brittany Mahomes? Brittany Griner got a nice body though. I mean, I well, think I dude. think I think oh, Brittany Griner. No more. See, that, that was the stupidest thing you could have came on here and said. Come on, man. Uh, I was on. yeah. So the the here's what we'll focus on the idea of the MB thing. <laughs> Forget just that. Not yeah, that. You move off that. The idea of the the Embiid Olympics thing. He's going to play in the Olympics this year. He, he, he did get the exemption to play in the Olympics. It will frustrate me if he plays the Olympics if he can't come back this year. You, where, do you, where do you come down on, on B, Embiid in the Olympics this uh, summer? That would be a bad look. It's a bad look. That's a bad look, man. Especially, like, this hasn't been written. I understand why he would want to play. But if he doesn't play, if, if he comes back and he's healthy and doesn't play in the playoffs, it would be a bad look him to play in the Olympics. Now, there is a benefit to the Olympics. That's where guys recruit often. They recruit other players. And, the, and look, the Sixers have cap room. So, you know, that's always something you think about. That's how LeBron and those guys got together with the Heat. They first were at the Olympics together. So I, I understand there's something to that. But, yeah, I mean, he can't get through a full season here, but I have to watch him go all out at the Olympics. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna burn a lot of people's biscuits. I if, know. If that's the case. And I do enjoy the Olympics and, the, and, the, and the, you know, obviously the dream team. I mean, all but to play for your country, man, I get it. It, it it all depends on how this plays out. If he if he plays and he plays if he plays, I don't. If he he's back really and well. healthy, yeah, yeah. And he plays Olympics, I have no problem with it. But if he he decides to sit out and then play in Olympics, that's that's going to rub a lot. It's of Bad look. Yeah, and if the next time we see him is in the Olympics, it's it, let's just be real. It, it it is a bad look. Of course, big game coverage on ninety four WIP presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Solo Stove. Dot com. All right, we got one more. We got to get as many entries as possible so we can give away this prize. We have a gift card today to give away to Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa. 50-minute massage. All right, we have Eagles Super Bowl trivia. Our reaction to the NFL honors last night. Did they get the awards right, including Jalen Carter not winning 
the Defensive Rookie of the Year, our favorite prosh of the game on Sunday. And you know what we got to end the football season with? One more same-game parlay over at FanDuel Sportsbook. That's all coming up next. 215-592-949 for Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. I've got a lot I like for Sunday, including the over in the game. I think we get offense Sunday night in a dome. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 of bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to sign up. FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. like that music. Welcome back. Midday show. Last night, NFL awards, NFL honors. They've created like their own Oscars. Uh, yeah, I was watching a little bit last night and it's like they're all dressed up and they have the presentation. They come out. So we got our award winners, Hugh, across the NFL last night. What do we think about who got these awards? Lamar Jackson, he ran away with the MVP. Yeah, he was balling. He got all but one vote. And it was kind of surprising. Josh Allen got the other first place MVP vote. But Lamar wins. I'm not surprised. It's a regular season award. It's not a postseason award. Lamar did have a big year, and uh, they were one of the best teams. So Lamar wins MVP. Christian McCaffrey, Offensive Player of the Year. I'm good with that. He was you know, the best non-quarterback. Hugh, I think you called this yesterday, Miles Garrett, as the Defensive Player of I the mean, Year. I mean, that was a no-brainer. The way he was just wrecking, wrecking offenses at the beginning of the year, that was a no-brainer. So the two rookies of the year, is, it, is this for the second straight year? They both come from the same team? I think it was Garrett yeah, Wilson. Yeah, last year was Sauce and, uh, and Garrett. Garrett. Yep. And then this year, Hugh, we, dope. we get it both from the Texans. Uh, C.J. Stroud, I, I mean, it was him or Puka Nakua, and if you're a quarterback that plays that well. C.J. Stroud actually got MVP votes. He was on ballots. 
Hurts didn't get a single MVP vote. C.J. Stroud did. Imagine if I told you that before the season started. It's pretty wild. That is crazy. But he kind of was the, like, consider what the Texans were before he uh, was there. I agree. And what they are with him. He is, I mean, probably was an MVP candidate, not the MVP. Stroud, Rookie of the Year offense, and Will Anderson. He beat out Jalen Carter. Hugh, I think if you asked everyone in the NFL halfway through the season, it was obviously Jalen Carter. He, the fall off, I think, cost him the award. He was going to win it. Yeah. And the fact that they kind of they kind of got they kind of disappeared as the season progressed, him and uh, Jordan Jordan Davis for the most part they disappeared. So that's probably what it was. All right, Kevin, what do we think? Kevin Stefanski, the coach of the year. This is two for him. Two now. back to back. Yeah, I you don't talk give a about sh- what he was able to do with what three different quarterbacks. Four, yeah, four. four. My it bad. was uh, I, I shorted him a quarterback. So it was Flacco, uh, Dorian Thompson, Robinson, PJ. P.J. Walker from Temple, and of course, Deshaun Watson. I was about to yeah. say P.J. Tucker. Carried by uh, Joe Flacco, though. Four. Four quarterbacks. Yeah. D'Amico was close, though. I, I think they tied. I think they actually had the same amount of votes. But It was uh, uh, one had one more first-place vote than the other, or they were reversed? I think you're right. I think it was Stefanski with one more first-place vote, but they had the exact number of total votes or total points, however you count them all up. So uh, Stefanski edges out D'Amico. And then Hugh, the one that I know won some people big money in terms of the betting market, Joe Flacco won the Comeback Player of the Year award. And the reason it, it won people a lot of money is because he only got started playing in like late November. Yeah, and he's a quarterback. And that's I, I guess the, the the rationale was that's a quarterback position, or I mean a quarterback uh, you know, award or whatever. So that's why they gave it to him. But I was kind of surprised because I didn't think he played long enough. I didn't think I didn't think it was warranted. For the time that he came in, because what is he coming back from? Getting up off the couch, hanging out with the kids. Yes. So I think the perce- driving the minivan, <laughs> Uber, or whatever. Being old, being old, yeah. being an eagle the year before. The perception was that it was Demar Hamlin's award to to lose. The only issue with Demar, Hugh, and obviously what he came back from is amazing. Just the the fact that he's able to play again. He didn't play much. Yeah. And you're talking about with Flacco basically put him in the playoffs. I actually wonder if Baker should have won the award. If we're going to give it to a quarterback that came back from stinking or whatever, he played the whole then season. Then he did win a playoff game. He did. That would have been just too much insult to injury, though, Joe. Too much Baker stuff? Yeah, that's too much. All right, you know how? You know what the odds were for Joe Flacco to win when he took over? 250 to 1. I got sent this this morning by someone that I know. $25 wager. You ready to do some math on that? What you got? $6,275. 25 bucks on Joe Flacco when he took over as the Browns quarterback and that person won two six thousand two hundred and seventy five dollars what do you think the odds were back in 1995 for a young man named hugh douglas to win the defensive rookie of the year that's a good question man uh yeah fanduel wasn't on on anyone's phone back then it was nobody's it was i had you had to go what you had to go overseas the book you had to have a bookie yeah bookie yeah that's right did they have they didn't even add the nfl honors in 95 no they didn't they didn't start really making that a big deal to about four five years later i do believe Didn't even start to become a I mean, you came a long way from the draft, Hugh. They they don't know who he is. To win the the rookie rookie of the year, year, man, yeah. So I'm looking at the voting right now. Hugh, um, you kind of ran away with this thing. You had 57 of the first of the votes here. I think back then they only you only could vote for one. Mm -hmm. So you had 57. Do you know who do you have any any idea who else got votes the year you did? Nope. Okay. You won the award. Orlando Thomas from the Vikings Mm -hmm. finished second. Ellis Johnson, third. I remember Ellis Johnson. Two, played for D-tackle for uh, Florida. Two Eagles were on the wow. ballot with you. Bobby Taylor. BT. You, you beat out Bobby. And then Mike Mamula. 
Mamula. He got a single vote. You got 57 of those things. Right. Double-digit right. sacks, man. Your rookie year will do that. Yes, I got off to a slow start, though. I got to get that. Got to give a shout out to my man Sugar Bear, though, because Sugar Bear got me right. Sugar Bear was a good coach. See what I'm talking about? Coaches matter, man. Is Tom Brazier like, Sugar Bear? Ma- no, uh, no. Tom Brazier sent me to the Pro Bowl. His name was Ray Hamilton. Ray Hamilton was my coach at the Jets, and they used to call him Sugar Bear because he played. He was a D tackle at Oklahoma. He play- I think he played for the Patriots, if I'm not mistaken. I think he did too. Yeah. I yeah, he, he played for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was a Patriot. Sugar Bear doesn't sound like a football guy name. I got to. Well, he must be a I'm big busted. dude. You can't. He be, was yeah. not anymore. Oh, he slowed down. Bear, Sugar Bear used to run every day, and he looked like Joe Giglio. He's even a defensive, <laughs> people don't look at me and think defensive. No, or Sugar you, Bear. <laughs> like like Sugar Bear has slimmed down. And he called me every night and hey Doug, have you started playing golf yet? No, nah, Coach, I ain't. No, nah, I'm not playing golf because he moved to Florida. Oh. He moved to Florida. And that's where he is now. Well, we should play golf with Sugar Bear Hamilton. Yeah, we're in. I'm in. Okay. And uh, be- Doug. Yeah, yes. Before we move on here, Hughes, so the NFL honors wasn't obviously a thing in 1995. But could, to give us a picture. What would 1995 Hugh Douglas have worn to the NFL honors last night? Because some of these guys were dressed pretty nice last night. They, they treated it like an award situation. Uh, but some of those outfits were a little flamboyant. In the 90s? Well, oh, last like, night. Yeah, last night. I would probably say if I had to go – I don't mean now. I mean at 95, Hugh. Yeah, I would probably, year. Like, like you probably won't catch this analogy, but I would probably have on a Steve Harvey suit. Oh, I know. <laughs> Anybody from Detroit would know exactly what I'm talking about. I would probably have on a fresh pair of gators. They'll probably be now later color. Maybe, maybe blue. Okay. Maybe some blue gators and one of those long church deacon suits. Yeah. Something like that with a little color in it. Yeah, definitely that. This maroon one? I I just searched Steve Harvey suits. So many hits on Google. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, because back in the day, being from the Midwest, (laughs) like I (laughs) – side note, I remember when I I first got married, I had like every color gator that you could want, like purple, pink, like all the color gators. And I remember when I got married, I used to – like every time I would move, a pair of shoes would come up missing. (laughs) Like, and I was like, I asked Simone, I was like, Simone, where are my shoes? She's like, I don't know, Hugh. I don't know what happened to them. Like, I don't know, because I packed them and da 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 Like, and so I just you, chalked it up to think, being lost in the mail. she was moving on from Oh, them? hell yes. <laughs> she, she, was, she was throwing away suits. She was like, well, don't worry about it. I'll get you a pair of shoes. She was like, don't worry about it. I'll get you a pair of shoes. And as a matter of fact, why don't you just get a new suit? And she, she turned all that over. It was wild. And I didn't even know it. I didn't. I didn't figure that she out until like a couple years. The whole wardrobe. The whole wardrobe. Because I would just get the. I, I had a tailor <laughs> that would make me these suits, and they were like. It looked like I was somewhere. Like I had a track somewhere, and I was just working some individuals. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I dressed like that. It feels like he was probably sitting there like these damn movers stealing my outfits. I didn't every know time. what. Like Joe, I didn't know what was going on, and she looking at me with a straight face, talking about. <laughs> I don't know what happened to your your shoes, Hugh. I, I let me let me go get you some real quick, and that's what she would do. <laughs> so yeah, that was. Now, you would have probably had to prepare a, an acceptance speech for this award mm. at the NFL. No, nah, I'd probably be like, hey, thank y'all. I like to thank you know Central State, and let's just keep it moving. Those would have never done any of that. I would have loved to have had that back. The audio we could have used from that. I mean, you we would have <laughs> drops of you with the '95 NFL honor. It would have probably been the absolute worst. Thing ever. <laughs> those guys, Sorry, partner. A lot of those guys last night, especially the young ones, they were pretty short with their statements and yeah. the thank yous. Yeah, I mean, again, it's like they're not actors. He was all business. Too, they right? would call me what they call, up uh, note, they call you a Bama. They would definitely have called me a Bama. I'd have been a Bama. 
Uh, let's go back to the phone lines here, and we'll uh, we'll hit here our same game parlay for the Super Bowl and our favorite props coming up. JB, Chestnut Hill. Hey, JB. Hey, guys. Great show as usual. Thank you, JB. What are you feeling today? Uh, first of all, I think Hugh definitely would have been rocking a double-breasted suit suit. It would have been... It would have been jamming, probably like four sizes too big because that was like the late 90s thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of- I remember LeBron's uh, outfit at the uh, the NBA draft. I think it was the all-white suit. And it was like 10 times to the size of him. It was, that was, it was the so look big. Back in yeah. The day, man. Yeah. 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 I think you probably would have had like a, a nice purple color or like an olive green or like a cream because you yeah. could pull that off. Yeah. I mean, I, I man, listen, it was a bad – like, I look at some of those things, I was like, I can't believe I used to dress like that. <laughs> Everybody did uh, back then. Um, so I got a point about the the whole uh, – let me bounce around a bit, like the Cliff Kingsbury thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he had Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, Johnny Nonsense Manziel, Baker Mayfield, and he just had Caleb Williams. And you know what he's won? Squadoosh. So, JB, you're right. Here's the one pushback I would give on that. I think he's a bad head coach, but that doesn't mean you're a bad coordinator. He did score points with those guys, right? Like, Mahomes did score, like, 40 points a game in college. It wasn't like he had all these great quarterbacks and they scored 15 points. So I, I do but, think he has an idea of how to how to score points. It's just I think he might be a bad coach, head coach. But, but when push comes to shove, like, like, he was figured out in college eventually because, like, Caleb Williams, if you look at his last couple games – they played a bad Oregon defense, and Caleb Williams looked very pedestrian. He did. No, it's fair. And, so, and you're right. He has had. It's not like he's helped mediocre talent become good. He's had a lot of big talent when he's coached. Right. And like, and one of the things I read, I don't know if it was Crossing Broad or some other national publication, was that Jeff Stoutland was probably one of the pieces that held the Eagles into not signing Kingsbury because Kingsbury wanted to bring in his own staff. And if you have any chance of bringing Jason Kelsey back, guess what? If you get rid of Stalin, you might as well just completely kiss the chance of Kelsey coming back. Goodbye. I don't think Stalin was in jeopardy back. though. I, I would, I would think with his pedigree that he would, he would have been one of those guys. He would have been a holdover. In yeah, my you would well, think. But well, yeah, that's interesting that maybe uh, Kingsbury wanted his, all his own offensive guys, correct. and that yeah, and, and the other part is like marrying it, right? Like the run game that Stout designs with whatever Kingsbury wants to do in the past, whatever his air yeah. rate attack. Look, I, I think Moore's good, so I, I don't think it's going to be a big deal. But it's so, just interesting to watch it play out now. So I think that you guys, something you guys will be talking about on Monday, and this is like a little in, like, looking a little bit, maybe I'm looking too deep into the game, but with Joe Tooney being out at guard for Kansas City, I think I think Javon Hargreaves has no choice but to have an amazing game, and he's going to be a disruptor, and I think we're going to be talking about it on Monday, being like, ah, man, Hargreaves talked all that garbage, and he backed it up because he's going to play against some dude late, Nick Algaretti or something like that, who played at Illinois, who has no starts. So Hargraves is going to be – he's going to be the, the key to that game, in my opinion, because Mahomes isn't a big dude. And if you blow up that middle, he does that fadeaway throw when he rolls right and rolls left. I get that. But if the constant pressure up the gut can't be stopped, I think that's how Sam Fran wins the game. And it I could. do think yeah. – I agree with you, Joe. Sam Fran wins the game. Yeah, I think so, too. And, and uh, Hargraves do. He hasn't done much in the postseason. They paid him a lot right. of money to, to get some sacks here. All right, JB, you ready for a little Eagles Super Bowl trivia? I'll give it a college try. All right, we, All right, we need some entries here, so I'm going to try to give JB here a layup. Which former NFL head coach caught a touchdown pass against the Eagles in Super Bowl 39? Uh, that would be the dude from uh, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know it. Uh, right there. Bring it home, JB. What's that? Mike Vrabel, I'm sorry. Yes, JB, oh, he got did it. the drama thing. He knew that. Yeah, he, he knew it. All right, JB, we'll get you in the mix for the prize. Yes, Mike Vrabel. 
who often played like the second tight end for the Patriots. He did it for the Chiefs, too, when he was a Chief. Yeah, he was a beast, man. Good showmanship there by JB. Yeah, pretending he wasn't sure and then getting it. The former, I think the former NFL coach kind of tripped him up. Right, He's only been a former coach for like a <laughs> month. not very long. Right. Uh, Allegretti guy has started a lot of games. Well, he just started the title game. Yeah, he exactly. Started he this past played week. really well. I actually thought it was going to be a bigger deal against the Ravens, and he held his not. own. He did yeah. hold his own. Yeah, Har- Hargrave's been pretty quiet for the Niners this postseason. It feels like th- that Niners defense, Hugh, it feels like it's got a lot of brand names. They haven't played very well, the, the, their defense. Yeah, and, it's, and the fact that <laughs> they're talking about sitting Chase Young down for the Super Bowl because he's not giving lack of effort. Well, did you that see that crazy, play man. when he was like walking to try to chase Jameer Gibbs? Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Well, I thought Hargrave said that they worked harder in San Francisco. Well, he said they did work. Well, maybe not in the well, that, game, maybe practice. I heard that that, that has been a, a little bit of a knock. On Chase Young, I heard that he's a little bit of a uh, a chill guy, maybe um, too chill. Maybe it sums up why he hasn't really achieved as much as people thought he would when he came into the NFL. Did he hang yeah. out with our buddy Lou and Delco. He ma- well, that's going circles in a parking lot. He indica. could be doing that. That's that indica. It happens. That's, yeah, that, that if you're on that indica, man, if you're on that heavy, it'll it'll, it'll have you doing some some weird stuff. <laughs> I hope Chase Young's not on it before the Super Bowl. All right, <laughs> let's get to uh, some of our favorite props, and we'll put together a same game parlay over at Fan. Dual Sportsbook. All right. We've been doing these all year on Fridays, and this is the big one. I mean, this is the final. It just pains me to say it. This is the final football this game is we it. get until, you know, September. It's a lot. It's it's the final Sunday of football until September. The next time we have a game, it'll be one of these two teams on Thursday. Then the next day will be the Eagles in Brazil, which feels weird to say, but it is real. All right. Let's get to uh, – let's put together a same-game parlay, and then we'll throw some extra props that we seem to like the three of us out there. All right, Hugh. What do you think? And you were saying before the show today, you thinking Rasheed Rice? Rasheed Rice TD, baby. That's what I'm thinking. Ooh, I, you know what? That's that's one I think a little off the beaten path, but he's really become a go-to guy. Uh, yeah, a reliable guy. He yeah. is a dude. He is a dude, and they were patient with him, and he's come along here. All right, let's throw it in. Rasheed Rice, anytime touchdown. Kyle, what are you thinking? What do you want to put in here? So th- this is kind of giving me like P- PTSD. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes running, running down the field to pretty much seal – Chiefs winning against us. Uh-oh. It was like a 25-yard run, just that one alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going to go with Patrick Mahomes to rush for 40-plus yards in this game. Mm. I think if the Niners pass rush can get home, which we know they have a really good one, Patrick Mahomes has been known to make some plays with his legs, and just a few, he could be running, scampering down that field, and he could hit that 40-plus. So I like the Patrick scampering. Scampering. It is scampering. Well, I also think Bosa's could have a big day because the Chiefs' tackles aren't great, so if he pressures, Mahomes is going to run away from the pressure. I think you're on to something there, Kyle. All right, I'm going to throw the total in. I think it's a high-scoring game. I think we're getting points. And even I just think so highly of these two offensive coaches, even if it's not their best day, what do we need to get over the total here? Like 27-24, we've cleared this thing. 27-23, we've cleared this thing. I think it's over 47 and a half. All right, so we got three three legs here. Rasheed Rice, Mahomes rushing, 40-plus. I like the total over in the game. What do we think, Hugh? What do we think? Want to put a Travis Kelsey touchdown in here? Yeah, I, I like that. I like the way that sounds. Yeah, go for it. Feels like a lock. Yeah, I mean, it's a Super Bowl. Travis Kelsey, a touchdown in the game. And then I'm going to throw this one in. Brandon Ayuk. Let's put it at 50-plus receiving yards. He is their biggest play guy. You know, uh, Samuel makes big plays, but he runs after the catch. If they're throwing the ball down the field like they Mm -hmm. did in the play that should have been picked off that we've referenced a lot the last couple weeks, it's Ayuk. 50-plus receiving for Brandon Ayuk. Does that on, I don't know, three or four catches. All right, we got a five-leg parlay here. Rasheed Rice touchdown. Mahomes, 40-plus rushing yards. Over the total in the game. Travis Kelsey, a touchdown. Brandon Ayuk. 
50-plus yards receiving. You add that together over at FanDuel, it's a 25-to-1 same-game parlay. 5 to win 125, Hugh. 10 to win 250. What do you think? I'm okay with that. I like that one. $10? $10 to win 250. I'll take that. That's I'll a fun that That's right a fun that's Super a fun Bowl day. Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you, you like here, Kyle, on the board, props-wise? There's a lot of props. I mean, it's, it's the prop day in the NFL. Yeah. Um, I uh, fancy myself a little bit of a genius with this one. Uh-oh. So I'm going to go with Isaiah Pacheco to outrush Christian McCaffrey in the game. Oh, yeah, you know that's something he's probably going to be trying to do anyway. Yep, plus 175. Plus 175 on Pacheco, more rushing yards yep. than – That's an interesting one. Yeah, FanDuel has a, a market where you could bet, like, Mahomes minus whatever passing is over Purdy. You could like It's like you see those in golf sometimes, those matchup bets. I like that one. I'll throw one more in. Kyle Juszczyk, the fullback for the 49ers, he always seems to get one catch a game. His prop is four and a half yards – he gets one catch. He's going over that. That that to me is kind of a that's a simple one. And Purdy gets in pressure and under pressure will dump it to him for about a five or six or seven yard gain. All right, we got a lot of props out there for you for Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Vince in Brumall is up next on WIP. What's up, Vince? Hey guys, what's going on? What's going Thinking. on, man? Uh, Indy had, had he started off pretty interesting with that LeBron James parallel to Andy. But the only I mean, there's some huge differences. Obviously, LeBron James was playing with a sack of potatoes in the beginning of his career, and then he plays with three Hall of Famers after that and happens to win titles with Bosh, Wade, and Ray Allen. Andy Reid was, you know, he had a good team. He had huge teams. They went to four MC championships, you know, went to five total. So, I mean, Andy Reid's on the record, too, saying that he's only still coaching because Patrick Mahomes is his quarterback, isn't he? Well, and I, I saw, I heard a story the other night, um, Howard told when he was on Riding with the King that after Andy won his first one, you know, I think Howard asked him, you know, how long are you going to keep doing this or something to that effect. And he basically said, as long as I've got Patrick, I'm not going anywhere. Exactly. I wouldn't go I mean, anywhere either. Well, it's like Phil Jackson retiring in the middle of Jordan's. I mean, Jordan happened to retire, but then he came back. I mean, you're not going to retire when you have a transcendent player that's going to be a top two player, maybe number one of all time. Like, no coach has ever done that in the middle of a top five player's run. And Andy also, <clears throat> he, um, he, if he was here, like you guys were saying, I mean, that all is dependent upon whether he gets Mahomes here or not. I mean, and after 15 years of being here, 14 years, it's probably not likely that that would happen. So Probably not, um, unless he's focused on them years ahead and they plan for it. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you, play, you place it. It's like I think he would have won anywhere if he had Patrick Mahomes here or, you know, it doesn't matter where he would have been. Well, I think any coach. I mean, you look back to any coach in the history, Red Arbach, Phil Jackson, Joe Torre, Bill Belichick. They had, it wasn't coincidental. They had top five players of all time, and they had other Hall of Famers as well. And you could say, oh, chicken or the egg. Well, did he make the player? Well, no, I mean, J- Jordan was Jordan before Phil Jackson got there. Bill Russell was Bill Russell before Red Arbach got there. I mean, Joe Torre had four of the highest payrolls in the history of baseball relative to the times of inflation. So, I mean, it's and Bill Belichick. People forget Bill Belichick wanted to get rid of Brady in 2016 for Jimmy Garoppolo, yep. and Edwin and Robert Kraft didn't allow it. And Brady went on to win three more Super Bowls, two with them, and then one with Tampa. So, I just think it's such a hard conversation to have, like chicken or the egg. Is it the coach? Is it the player? It's not a coincidence. It's the greatest coaches of all time have the greatest players of all time. Yeah, it goes. It does go hand in hand. All right, Vince, you ready for a little Super Bowl trivia? Yeah. Eagles Super Bowl yeah. trivia. Mm-hmm. All right, all Vince, you a math guy, buddy? Am I a white guy? Are you a math guy? Yeah. All right. So uh, our good buddy Jake Elliott yeah. has now played in two Super Bowls for the Philadelphia Eagles. How many total field goals has he made successfully in these games? Uh, let's see. They scored 30, 
five last year, so they lost thirty-eight to thirty-five. That's seven. That's uh, five touchdowns. So I don't think any field. You're doing that math, quick math. I hear you. And then in the two thousand seventeen, man, they scored what forty-one to thirty-three. Was that game? I think it was. That was somebody yep. trying to get that thing. You can't. Uh, yeah, forty-one thirty-five. I guess two. Oh, man. No, it's not too – so Vince, good guess. Vince did the math correctly on the numbers, but last year they had a two-point conversion. It threw his math off. He did have field goals last year. right, yeah. Remember Sirianni went for the field goal, and A.J. Brown said that's the moment he knew in the third quarter. It's actually five total field goals. Jake Elliott's now kicked for the Eagles in the Super Bowl. All right. So last football Friday until September. We're out. Yes, that's it. Now we're ready for Thirst trapping down near Clearwater. <laughs> well, you're getting ready for no, that. I'm getting ready. Yeah, well, I'm getting ready, ready to watch time. the Super Bowl. All right, go Andy on Sunday. Go Andy. Yeah, uh, we still got to pick a winner, fellas. Oh, what do we got? You, you got the names in front of us. <laughs> Drawing them out of a hat. What do you got? Pick one. Jimmy and Atboro. Good job, Jimmy. Jimmy, congratulations. You win the gift card to Hand and Stone Massage Facial Spa gift card. All right, everyone, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. I know it's not, it's not the one we wanted, and it's not the most enjoyable two teams, but Root for Andy. Enjoy it. It'll be a great game. We'll discuss it all on Monday. Have a great weekend on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Peace. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 